Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, stump town, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me today is my co-host, Gary, the sixth man, Hassan. What is going on? It's been a minute, but it's good to be back. Ooh, it is good to be back. And Gary, we're bringing on a blast from the past, Ro Zapanta from the Bay. Welcome back, man. It's on. been a long time. I should have left you without a dope pod to step to. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, How y'all man? living? What's up? What's it's up, been a while. That was hella corny. Yo, I don't care, man. <laughs> I'll be corny. I, I just good, steer man. right into it, dude. Uh, you know, it's good to see you again. It's good, <laughs> yeah, good to have dude. you back on here. Uh, this is going to be a show that's just going to be full of ridiculousness and maybe some debauchery. I don't know. I'm just trying to pull out some stupid words. <laughs> it's going to be stupid. we got to talk about these trades, dude. Yeah. Speaking of stupid, let's talk about these trades. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for those who have been living under a rock, the uh, NBA trade deadline was this past Thursday. Um... There was some movement. There was a lot of movement. You know, K, uh, KD went to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He got Kyrie going to the Mavs. I mean, there were some big moves. And then there were the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Then there the were the Blazers, Blazers. End up, the Blazers end up trading Josh Hart, GP2. They cut Greg Brown the third, But they brought in Cam Reddish. And Ryan, I'm not going to pronounce his name right, from the arc... <laughs> Our city of Kono, maybe. <laughs> Sounds good. They got. They Sounds brought great. in. They brought in Kevin Knox and Matisse Thibel. What do you guys think about these trades here, man? And, and before we before we uh, get started, I want to say let's talk about GP two after all the others because that is a conversation in and ooh, of itself. Ooh wee. That story is crazy. Right. So I mean, for real. So I mean, for, for real. Me, uh, so I mean, it seems you know just like a regular Portland trade deadline. You know, I mean. You know, we're going to go after guys that, you know, could potentially be borderline maybe out of the NBA or borderline out of the rotation. You know, I think that, you know, th- this has happened for like a multitude of years. You know, I think that I'm excited to get Reddish. Um, you know, he was a, a, a lottery pick for a reason. You know, players like players re- really like his game. I mean, he, he's a good shooter. He's long. You know, I, I like that. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we needed some defense. So we got Thibel. You know, Thibel's from the... Northwest out here, um, so I, I'm just excited. You know, I think that uh, you know, granted, you know, we didn't get Durant, you know, we didn't trade Nurkic, but we'll see what happens. You know, hopefully. We- I mean, let's let's talk about that real mm-hmm. quick because one, I don't think the Blazers were ever gonna get Durant. Mm-hmm. One, he's already blacklisted Portland for sure since since his draft day. For sure, um, but. I'm not really sure that the Blazers had the assets to go out and get KD no. because they're not they're not gonna trade Simons and that's kind of because they'll never trade Dame and Simons besides Dame is your biggest trade. Wait piece. wait wait a minute! You're telling me that the Portland Trail Blazers wouldn't trade Simons? He definitely for he, Kevin Durant. I don't know. Here's the thing: if you trade Simons, you gotta let's think of this realistically here. If you're gonna offer up a package because it's going to have to be a package for KD. Right. You're going to have to give up Simons. You're going to have to give up Shaden Sharp. 
you're probably going to package Josh Hart in the deal. What, you got to make the money make sense. Draft picks. But yeah. then you also have to you also have to add picks to make the trade make sense to Brooklyn. Yes. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like I don't think that was ever in the cards for Portland. I don't think they were ever going to get KD oh, man. during this 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 trade season. In, in my opinion, if that was all on the table, um, I'm trading for Kevin Durant because the only timeline to me that matters is getting Damian Lillard a championship and an appropriate team to play with. Mm-hmm. And if you match him with Kevin Durant, I mean, why not give up all that stuff and then but also then who just. Else you- but then who else do you have? I mean, you trade up all of your talent. You trade away all of your talent for KD, then what? You're, You're not going to win a championship this season. You don't have the depth. You don't have the height. I mean... So then you wait So you then also, you wait till. Granted, you would have them for three more years. Yeah, I but mean, then, your, but then, your bench but then isn't that bad, though, right? But your stra- The bench is horrible. You got Watford. Row. Okay, bench. you got Watford. You got Nas. <laughs> you got... Uh, That's about... Eubanks. That's about. I mean, 10 points with Kevin okay. Durant who's, and Damian Lillard, starting right now. and I'm I'm saying that like, it's not the greatest team in the world. It's definitely not the Suns, yeah. right? Is are are you telling me that that would be a contender? Is that is I'm that telling team a you that the West was so open before this trade. Mm-hmm. No, the West you, was not open. Are you kidding me, dude? There is a four game disparity between third and twelfth. But do you really think that team's gonna beat Denver? But also, but also too, it's tough. Do you really think? Yeah. The thing ahead, is, is that it. like in in the buyout. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in, in a yeah, little yeah. bit. In yeah, the yeah. for the buyout, <laughs> yeah. you still have players that you could grab. Exactly. I'm saying that sure. if, if that if trade is available. Them. Exactly. Yeah, I'm saying if that trade's available to get Kevin Durant, you do it. But the thing is, is that it wasn't because Kevin Durant. I guess privately said that he wanted to go to the Suns, yep. and that was the only trade that was going to happen. Yeah, that, I mean that I'm makes just, sense. I'm just saying but that I, if the Blazers were players, you strike, dude. Yeah, you go and get. Of Kevin course, Durant. you absolutely have to go for Kevin Durant. I'm not saying that's not a good move. I just think that bringing in Kevin Durant is not going to get you to the promised land this season, and you're going to have to make moves in the off season. And we don't have. We didn't have the assets to make moves this offseason, which I think is what Cronin was trying to do during this trade deadline, mm. is build up assets, assets to make moves during this coming offseason. Yeah. Right. That's what. That's all I'm saying, man. You trade for Kevin Durant, you give the house. Yeah. You yeah. give the house for KD, and then what do you have? Because right now, the bench is not good. It's pretty bad. You said they have yeah. a decent bench. Look, man, they the bench is not good. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, you don't even have any height for your bigs, man. You have Yusuf Nurkic, arguably a seven-footer. He's typically the starter on this team, but he's injured. Just like we predicted in the beginning of the season, this man's going to be injured. You're starting starting Drew Eubanks, whom I love. We all love here in Rip City. He plays with heart, hustle. He's, 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 well, I don't want to say great. He's good. But then besides him, what do you have at the five and the four? You've got you've got Jabari Walker, who's a rookie. Uh, yeah. You've got Grant and Watford. Then what? All You're I was go saying all is all the that way down to someone who's six five, six six. Winslow's hurt. <laughs> all I was saying is that if you get Kevin Durant, you're not left with literally an albatross on the bench. Yeah. 
where it's like it's mm, off. I would argue we already have an albatross on the bench. Yeah, but I would still do it for Kevin Durant. That's what I was saying. And like the bench isn't that bad where you could still piece together something. Yeah. Look, I if agree. you had Kevin Durant, I'm, if we're talking just bench now, yes, bench now is awful for the top talent that we have. Like the the there's no way that the top talent on the team could hold up for the bench. But anyway, I will agree that if Kevin Durant is available and you have the opportunity to strike first and strike hard, you do yeah. it. But it doesn't leave you with much room after the fact. But I think Gary, I'm yeah, sorry, like, man. If, you had some stuff to say, and we just spoke yeah, over yeah, you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. If you can make that trade, I mean, it's a great trade, you know, because you'd have yeah, yeah, Damon KD. But also, yeah, we we'd have no bench, you know. But you never know what's going to be available with the buyout market. You know, there's there's so many and, free agent players, you know, with Will Barton, Abaka, Reggie Jackson, all these different guys. But yeah, like who knows how much money you're going to have left over, you know. And not only that, man, if you end up trading Simons and have to trade up Sharp as well, who are you going to put at the two? Especially if you're going to give up Hart. Who are you going to put at the two? Not Gary Payton. No, because he's gone. <laughs> Potentially. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, yeah. probably. Probably. It didn't, sound, it didn't sound like he was a good fit here yeah. in Portland. Yeah. At least with the front office. Uh, well, we'll talk about then that who too. Do you, then, then who do you have? Who would you have? Uh, there's a guy named Matisse Thibel that you guys just got. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but Thibel didn't Thibel come in the Hart trade? Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. If Hart's part of that package too. That's what I'm saying, man. I see like, what you're take saying. off, take Cam Reddish and Ryan from the Ark, you know, <laughs> yeah. and Kevin Knox and and Matisse. Take but them off the table. If you I, got, you got, you replace all of them with Kevin Durant. You trade, call it. Hey, maybe they yep. trade GP two. Maybe it's a maybe it's a trade with Simon's GP two and Hart. Then you have nothing left to trade. If I have Dame, Jeremy Grant, Kevin Durant, mm. and Yusuf Nurkic, I just figure that shit out mm-hmm. or that stuff out. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. We're, like I we're don't care who's playing anymore, at the bro. two. Do I care? <laughs> A little bit, but not really, because I already have a really good, like, four of the five starting lineup. Yeah, it is. But then you, know? you still, you still. I mean, Kevin Durant is a good perimeter defender, but he is one man. You still have a hole on the perimeter for defense. Tim, all I'm saying is that the top talent would be so heavy mm-hmm. that you would just forget about it, bro. I think hey, you'd be it, like, and cool, it, and it would be nice. You'd hey, be like, all right. Nice. It would be nice to have to see Dame play with another All Star. That's it? what I'm saying, That'd man. That's what I'm saying. But it didn't happen anyway, yeah. right? This is all just conjecture. Didn't. It didn't happen. But I'm saying that if we were players in this, we would have striked. But for what? Is, is strike a word? We, we would have struck. Struck. We w- we would have stricken. Yeah. Yes. Any of those. For me, <laughs> for me, it's just tough because it's like, man, you know, certain people are saying, you know. The, the Blazers had a horrible trade deadline moves and stuff. And some people are like, you know, this is great, you know. And for me, so I would say this is this is probably one of the the best trade deadlines we've seen, you know, with all these major players getting shipped around and moved around. You know, I, I can't re- remember the last time, you know, we've seen something like this, you know. And, like, to see, mm-hmm. to see some of the moves that, you know, some of these other teams, you know, were getting, you know, like 
James Wiseman, you know, essentially going for nothing. I mean, he would have looked good here, you know, like in a Blazer uniform. You know, yep. And I think the same thing for uh, Bamba, too, man, to see him go for oh. Beverly and, you know, whatever else. Man, how many times did I say I want a Bamba yeah. on this team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, for us, for us to perfect. miss out, you know, on some of these guys, you know, it sucks. You know, I think that, you know, when when we look back, you know, when we went to the Les Schwab like Invitational and we're watching my son's mm-hmm. team play, you know, and their their starting lineup is six four, six six, six eight, six ten, six ten. And then you look at the Blazers and it's maybe six three, maybe six, six two, two, six four, <laughs> six five, six eight, and six eleven. It's like, man, like we're we're really small you know and i think that mm-hmm. i really wanted to uh, see us get a big man get anybody and you know there was guys traded for second round picks or players that were cut there was guys uh bought out and we didn't make any of those moves you know and i i, I hate that man because we got to get bigger yeah we we do and you know you know here's the thing i i don't know if i agree that we had a good trade deadline but to me it's like the way I see it is the Blazers didn't get any worse. They didn't get any better, but they didn't get any worse. And so, you know, as, as Blazer fans, we kind of have come to accept the fact that this is kind of how it goes during the trade deadline. And we make our splashes during uh, free agency, maybe, but mostly during the draft. I mean, that's that's how this team gets better. It's how it's been for a long time. I mean, can I can so I ask I, you guys like if if we didn't get any better, and we didn't get any worse, like why why even make these moves in the first place? What do you think was the incentive? Well, because you're gonna lose Hart anyway. Hart was gonna opt out of his contract because he can make more elsewhere or you know maybe here, but the Blazers weren't gonna offer him more because their number one priority is re-signing Jeremy Grant. So, I, I think you were gonna lose Hart anyway. Definitely which is why he was on the trading block. I think they were willing to get rid of Nurk for the right um, for the right assets, but I, the problem is I don't think anybody wants Nurk with his contract. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And and GP2 just didn't fit. Yeah, like he didn't fit. For me, you know, the reason why I think we we got better is is just like Tim said, you know, I think that Hart was going to leave. You know, I think that he's definitely underpaid, you know, he he doesn't want to be playing the the small four and you know, we got we got younger, we got longer, you know, we we got some defensive pieces. Uh, so again, you know, it's the, the same recipe at, as before, get guys, you know, that were supposed to be something but didn't turn out. You know, it happens time and time again, you know, with the, the city of Portland. You know, we talked about it with uh, <laughs> Kenny Anderson and who knows why it is, um, but hopefully, you know, Bible can step in and play some defense and uh, Cam can come in and knock down some some jumpers you know like I definitely like you know what I've seen from him already in game one you know it was nice to see Dame drive and then you know to have Dame kick it out to Cam you know when the uh when the defense sags that's beautiful you know and he played Mm -hmm. 17 minutes or something like that and had 11 points that's great you know that's efficient and that's not even knowing the offense exactly exactly so what I say the the Blazers had an A plus trade deadline Hell no. Nobody would, right? <laughs> but, but, you know, am I glad that they, they did something? Yeah, I'm glad. You know, I wasn't expecting them to, to go out and get, you know, the, the best players on the market, but they got some defense. Did we get rid of GP? We'll see. Stay tuned, I guess. I don't know. Right. So, so let's talk about that. 
Oh, I was gonna ask: Is is Cam Reddish like your your favorite acquisition from the trade deadline? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Mine is actually Matisse. Really? Thibel. I I like that. I know man. he hasn't played yet, but I like that though. But I I like the pairing with Dame Lillard. Yeah. I think he's always needed like a really de- good defensive stopper. Yeah. And Thibel's mm-hmm. only like what 24, 25? Right, and it's crazy. So his game is still developing. Yeah, it's. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. he's been in the league for a long time. Right, like it's it, it's, it's crazy still too because like. I thought he was like six eight or six nine, but he he plays bigger than she actually is. And to have a defensive stopper like him yeah. next to Simons and next to Dame, that's big. I, I I'm glad you mm-hmm. said that because a lot of people have been hating on him, you know. Which is, <laughs> hey, we'll dude, I'm I'm a big defense kind of guy, especially for the Blazers, dude. For the Blazers, it's like we see all this offense all the all the freaking time, dude. But what we never had is like a true like defensive stopper, and I think Matisse Thibel could be that guy. Mm-hmm. Now, is he gonna give you headache headaches on offense and like maybe not hit a three mm-hmm. at the right time or might might not even shoot the ball? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, mm-hmm. a la but, Josh Hart. But I mean, we got scorers, mm-hmm. man. We got shooters already. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't think that's a huge problem. Like it's it's speaking of so, that, can we just bring in can we just bring in Hassan Whiteside real quick? Right. It's yeah. I mean, for real, that yeah. dude still isn't playing with anybody. Can we just bring him back yeah. just for the rest of the season? Like it's, I mean, I heard I heard Dwight Howard is having like quadruple doubles. He's Will Chamberlain up in <laughs> up in Taiwan or wherever yeah, he, is. he is. I can't remember yeah. where he is. He is Will Stilt over there. But it's but it's crazy to think like he's gonna have a statue out there eventually. We're scoring 129 points I say that jokingly, by the way, Blazer fans. I'm saying that jokingly. (laughs) Man, like, it's crazy to think that we're scoring 129 points a game and still losing. You would think, you know, if if we're putting up close to 130, like, we should be winning. But but we're giving up 138 to the Thunder. They don't have Chet. And that must be be driving Chauncey mad crazy, dude. Right. Because we all know that he's a defensive guy, dude. Let's talk about that, too. Because... I was willing to give Chauncey this season to see how he does. And, guys, I understand that some of it is roster construction, but can we agree on the fact that maybe, just maybe, we gave Chauncey too long of a leash? Do you give him, like, one more season, though? I don't know, man. I'm on the fence at this point. I am. Because I was a Chauncey believer. And now, now my my faith in Chauncey is is teetering on the edge, man. So how I, do you guys feel about it? I personally feel like it's it's a lot of roster construction. So at the beginning of the season, like when we were like what, like twenty games in, mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. say the Blazers were probably um, they were above middle of the pack, dude. I want to say mm-hmm. that oh, they, they were up there. Mm-hmm. They were like 12th, 13th in like defensive rating, which is like the highest I've seen it in like the past like ten years, decade. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous, and I and I think that it's because of Chauncey um, that it happened. You know, it's mm-hmm. really easy to jump out of the gate hot. You know what I mean with the right coaching. But what, like over time, players could get lazy, and I know the coach has to get on them. But these players that you have, they are not defensive people. That's not their mindset. So it's easy but, to go on a stretch for twenty but games. But they have they have proven that they can be, and that's why I'm why I'm going back to the coaching is because in the beginning Chauncey showed that he can turn this team into a defensive team. Maybe not one, you know, a top five, top ten, but middle of the packed. Packed? Middle of the pack defensive team, which is all I was asking for. Well, I guess it, it would be the blame game then, right? Where it's like, 
are we blaming the yeah. players here or are we blaming the coach? Because yeah, like where are me, you pointing your finger? To me, the coach already showed that he has the proper scheme that works for the players. They just but, need to be able to but execute. To me, coaching is more than just having the right scheme. Right, like coaching is be able is being able to hold your players accountable all season long, not just the first quarter of the season. So that's why I'm saying that my faith in Chauncey is teetering on the edge a bit because if he can if he can turn this team around for the first quarter of the season, this second quarter of the season has not been good. Yeah. Bro, I, I don't like at all. I don't it's even think I don't even think the great Greg Popovich could make Yusuf Nurkic. A defensive stopper for 82 games. Yeah. But like, you see what I'm saying? Look, yeah. it, he doesn't have to be for 82 yeah. games, though. And, and it's not just yeah. Yusuf Nurkic. It's the whole team. Yeah. What, what, but I'm saying that, that... What we saw in the beginning was decent perimeter defense. Where has that gone? Where has it gone? Yeah. It's, it's that, tough, that, though, because it's like, man, like, we all know that Chauncey, you know, played for, like, a defensive team with the Pistons, and... Obviously, the dude wants to play defense, but how that team was mm -hmm. constructed versus how we're currently constructed, I mean, it's pretty plain and clear that, you know, unless you're the the, the, the bad boy Pistons, then you can't really have a 6-2, guards, you know, like in the backcourt. You can't have no. a 6-9 center. Yeah, you know, but also it's... Unless no. you're yeah, the, right. the and bad it's, boys it's, Pistons. It's tough, too, because we're kind of still dealing with the uh, stuff that Olshay did to the team, you know, by giving up these draft picks and all that and mm -hmm. it's Amen. it's it's tough because for me like i want to i want to give him one more year but also like you think about coaches like that are out there there's a, there's a coach from portland oregon jefferson high school Ime udoka that <laughs> could be here i mean obviously <laughs> it'd be very yeah but hey <laughs> <laughs> the, the question is, does the team want to open that camp? Oh, boy. Because I don't think they do. I mean, nope. They did nope. They, they, they did open a camp with uh, Chauncey. I mean, we all know, uh, you know, how how the team, you know, yeah. was down to Chauncey and Dan Tony maybe and Becky Hammond. So I'm not saying that I would go with Ime. So I'm just saying it's going to be interesting to see what happens because clearly the, the fans are not happy with Chauncey and Nurk. So that I think I can get behind – giving Chauncey another season, but he should be in the hot seat. Mm -hmm. He should be in the hot seat next season. And if it doesn't pan out, hey, at least we've got Brooks to come in who's been a head head coach mm -hmm. for multiple seasons. Yeah. And that may not be the worst option, but at the same time, did Brooks ever take any of his teams to the promised land? <laughs> the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I mean, he was the, the coach of the, the Thunder, right? Or, yeah, when, when they yeah. went to the finals? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Not... But, he, but he also had... What three all stars? Decent players, three Hall of Famers. <laughs> Decent players. Granted, yeah. they this weren't, is, this is very they weren't true. back then, but you know what I mean. I mean, there there are there are certain caveats yeah. in there, but you're right. Yeah, that's true.
Like they, they it's not a bad option. They, they definitely have to get bigger, you know, because it's, it's, I don't, know, I don't know, like it's kind of like being like a, like a, construction worker or something, you know, not having all, all your tools. And for Chauncey, like, right, our team is so small, we have no depth, you know, you know, and I think that. Um, if some of these guys on our bench like went to other teams, would they even be like in the NBA? Like, would they be playing? You know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, that's a good question. I mean, any Greg Brown. Yeah, that happens time and time again. You know, we're we're yeah. we're, I mean, we're trading for guys that were out of the rotation. Right, <laughs> and and you look at at guys that we had on the bench like Greg Brown. He's a roster filler. You know, I, I wish him the best, but man, he was never gonna get any run here. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't showing enough, right? Like, True. Is he super athletic? Yeah. Is he long? Yeah. Does he have NBA skills? No. Not yet, anyway. You know, you look at some of these guys on the on the roster. I mean, like, like for instance, you look at uh, Trendon Wofford. He's, he, we love him here. He does a great job. But he's a role player at best. And if he were to be traded to another team, he probably doesn't see any run. He's a six-eight center, center power forward, right. well, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, hopefully the the Blazers make some moves. You know, I think that Ibaka got bought out. I think. I mean, dear Lord, can we please get Ibaka <laughs> on this team? Is he? A, is it? Is that official? Did he get bought out for sure? I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's 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 players like that. Oh yeah. Uh, you know that I'd like to see maybe you know. Like guys like Deadman, guys like Ibaka, that'd be great to bring in some size. But, but you know, there's well, you know, Kevin Kevin loves getting bought out too. (laughs) I look, look, I I understand the trepidation when it comes to Kevin Love. Kevin Love is an aging vet. He's not what he used to be, but he still has size. He still has something to offer this team. He's got a championship pedigree. It wouldn't be the worst thing to finish out the season. Kevin Love had horrible defense ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, but but he's another big body yeah. that can get you buckets in the paint. Do we have guys that can get oh, us buckets man. in the paint like that? Uh, no. And he can stretch uh, the floor. Right, right, and that's the thing too. You know, I think the the oh, last man. game for the Thunder, they killed us in points in the paint. Like, you know, we we don't have you know, especially with Nurk being out. You know, we talk about Nurk being soft. I, I don't because I like him. But now, you know, we have nobody to dump the ball into in the paint. So, I mean, to have yeah. to have some sort of, you know, paint presence, you know, on the offensive end, you know, is key. I mean, uh, Eubanks, you know, is athletic and can get some dunks off, off pick and rolls. But to actually be able to dump the ball in, you know, and see if the uh, perimeter guards and forwards can sag in and then can kick back out. Or just let him make something happen, yeah. you know. He's not a guy, like you said. That you can dump down on the block and have him make something happen. He's not that kind of player, you know. And and I think we need someone like that, like a Love or an Ibaka. At least Ibaka plays better defense yeah. and can rebound. Yeah. Man, if we if we get Kevin Love, we better be scoring like 160 points a oh, game. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like it would, we're gonna have to. Don't get me wrong. It it would be great TV. <laughs> like it'd be fun to watch the chemistry between like. Kevin Love, who's like good in the post. Also, he's actually a really good passer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Play along with like Dame in the perimeter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the Come headaches home, on defense would would be crazy. Games would It'd be, be yeah. absolutely crazy, dude. Games would be one sixty to one fifty nine, hundred percent. 
Yep. <laughs> Billups. Billups might just quit, bro. He might just quit. He'd be like, I'm out of here. Like, I don't know what you're doing, Joe. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Speaking of what Joe's doing, I think it's about time we talk about this GP2 trade. Let's do it. Gary Payton II. Where to begin? So he gets traded back to Golden State for five second round picks. Now, Ro, I know you have all the details on where, who went where and whatnot, but basically, I know you wrote them down here. The Hawks ended up with Sadiq Bey. The Pistons got James Wiseman. Warriors got GP2. Um, are you sure that they got Kevin Knox? Because I thought he was still on the team. And the Blazers get five second round picks. Now this this goes through, and we're like, huh, all right, that's interesting. I mean, it's funny he's going back to Golden State. Why wouldn't they just trade us James Wiseman? But then something happens. You get a we get a alert saying that Gary Payton II didn't pass his physical for the Golden State Warriors, and now the entire what is it three team four. trade or four, four team, team trade? Four-team trade is in jeopardy. I can't yeah. help but think. I can't help but think that maybe Gary Payton and Golden State are in bed together right now, and Golden State's like, "How can we get some of these picks back?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, the the trade can't be addended. It's either you mm. take it as is or not at all. So really, so, right now, it's up to Golden State whether or not they want to accept it. It's up to Golden State with this whole thing. And, like, I know the way the Warriors are looking at this where it's like, okay, so GP2 had to take, like, Tordal shots to mm-hmm. his abdomen in order to play, mm-hmm. which makes it seem kind of fishy, like the Blazers knew something about this injury. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, they didn't disclose the injury either. So they're almost feeling like, you know, they went on Facebook Marketplace and... Joe Cronin posted like a like an iPhone charger, brand new that says like used. new. Exactly, you go to plug it in. Light, you're like, lightly used, lightly used for what? Twelve games. You're like why do why do I gotta put this cord in a certain way for my phone to charge? Like this ain't working the like the way it's no, no, supposed no, hold to be on. working. There's a crack. There's a crack on the end there. <laughs> phone charger comes with needle. I know, right? I mean, it, it's absolutely crazy. Like I. I haven't seen something like this before, mm-hmm. where there's so mm-hmm. many teams, so many players involved. Also, yeah. the Warriors, I know that they're in a real pickle right now because they're dropping in the standings because Steph Curry is out. They've been looking for a defensive player. They finally said, all right, this James Wiseman experiment is not working for the Warriors, but we still think he has value out there. And they found the value, right? It just so happened to be getting a player that they already know. But the dude is injured. So now they're at this point where it's like hella awkward, right? Like, do you welcome James Wiseman back into your locker room after you just traded him? That'd be tough for a young right. guy, man. That's that's tough, I think. They have a relationship with GP2. Mm-hmm. Do you send him back to the Blazers after he just verbally said, I didn't even want to be there in the first place? Mm. <laughs> mm. Like... That, that was apparent. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, the trade itself makes sense. Right, everyone wins in this scenario, except I think the Blazers should have gone after James Wiseman. Oh. 
Yep. Instead of gaining these other assets. I don't know if that was in the cards for them or not. But I don't know. My prediction is that the trade still goes through. Yeah. Call me crazy. I think, so. I think it I still think goes so. through because Gary Payton is still on a three-year contract. And it doesn't mean it's over for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They still have right. two more years, right? Right. And and if you look at the value added, you know, the Warriors get their defensive stud back. Granted, they may not be able to use him for a while, but they get him back. And the Blazers get five second-round picks where, you know, they're not as valuable as first-round picks, but you can still package them in some deals oh, yeah. later oh, on. Yeah. So there's added value there, especially for a guy that really wasn't playing much anyway, yeah. who didn't want to be here, yeah. who was rubbing people the wrong way. Definitely. My question to you guys, does this kind of put a stain on Joe Cronin and making deals in the future? I don't think so. I think it just proves that Cronin's ready to make deals. He's not afraid to pull the trigger on any deal. What I mean by stain is, I guess the Warriors didn't know about this injury and he had been getting toward all, and he ended up trading. Honestly, man, like, I think maybe. But for me, it just puts more of a stain on Gary Payton in my eyes. Got you. Yeah. Just because, like, he didn't make it known or... That, the fact that he kind of... Shoot, man, he could have he come here with the injury. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... To me, True. I think he pulled a fast one on Portland. And now Portland is just trying to get out from it because this dude wasn't what he was promised to be because yeah. the guy had an injury and was never going to play here anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like Gary Payton was the was the original one with the, the phone charger. Right. Hey, I like Portland's I mean, like, here, t- take it back. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I think that the what the, you think, Gary? The trade's gonna go through too. You know, I think that you know the the simple fact that Peyton, you know, is from the organization. He knows the ins and outs. You know, they know him. Um, you know, like I definitely think it's it's gonna go through. You know, I wish we would have got more back in return for that. You know, it it I liked seeing. You know, Gary Payton traded, and then the the next thing I seen was Sadiq Bay, and I'm like, yes! And then you see, oh, to the Hawks, and I'm like, we suck again, fuck, like, what's going on here, right? <laughs> Sadiq Bay would have been so sick Man, on Portland. That would have been great. Would have been nice. That would have been, been so dope. Um, you know, and then and then you know the whole thing comes out, you know, with the Tordal shots, and it's tough too because it it kind of in a way puts this puts a stain on our team you know because people instantly go back not not knowing about you know how the the trainers are switched out and they're different and new because people automatically go to sam Bowie, they go to brandon roy they'll go to greg Oden, they go to all these right. players and stuff that, that were hurt yeah and you know they think that it's a, a portland issue or a staffing issue um and then you know it it trickles down to you know joe you know and i think that people are like oh well who did he learn from? You know, who is his tutelage from? Oh, mm. it's from Olshay. You know, so obviously, Olshay didn't have the 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 best things said about him here. Um, so yeah, you, that's one way to yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah. And then you and, and then you hear you know <laughs> things like um, there could have potentially been an impact trade on the market that could have happened. You know, for Portland. You know, and then we end up with three guys that are out of the 
rotation essentially you know so i think that hopefully you know it's one of those things to where we can get these guys and they can kind of resurrect their career you know like a, a justice winslow did you know like a like previous players have done before but but it's gonna be tough you know i mean we'll we'll see how our our next trades go you know because we could be getting fleeced again you know or or teams right. might not yeah. you know want to even deal with this I mean, that's the Portland way, though, isn't it? To bring in guys who are out of the rotation and give them some more burn and they end up being a decent player. Right. Like, And then they go pick up yeah, a better yeah, contract somewhere yeah. else and we never see him again. <laughs> that happens time and time again. And it's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, Shabazz Napier, Alfredo Camino, Mo Harkless, all these guys. Alan Crabb. Crab, all these guys, you know, they come here. Yeah. And All these guys that Damian Lillard just dragged to the playoffs, dude. Right, right. <laughs> right yeah, it's crazy because it's like, too, it's like, man, like, I am I am so thankful, you know, for Dame because, you know, just to think about these these teams that he's he's brought to the playoffs year and year again, and then these guys go to other teams and they don't end up being anything. Or you see a situation like KD, mm-hmm. you know, KD sees this guy get, get traded, and then he throws up the peace sign, like, I'm out, you know. So it's like yeah. for for Dame to never ask for a trade or something is very noble, I think, you know, especially like in a day and age, you know, of today, you know, when all these players are uh, going from team to team to team. Right. Well, was I the – I need to know. Was I the only one holding out hope after seeing Kevin Durant traded and Kyrie trading, traded that maybe the – the Nets might be open to trading Ben Simmons, mm. and I was, it was, it was I the only one hoping that maybe he would come mm. here? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Ben, just for his defense alone. Ben Simmons to Justice Winslow, that isn't. Oh, so I don't like that shooting at all, man. I'm gonna pass on that. I think. <laughs> yeah, but what if, but what if, what if you had like a, a lineup of Dame, Simons, uh. Simmons, Grant, what's that? Okay, yeah, Grant or Simmons. But we we'd have to give up a lot to get him, though. I think Simmons or I don't know, Simons, man. Probably. I don't know if you would at this really? point. Really, I, I really don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know what his value is uh, right now. Man. That's true. He hasn't been great for Brooklyn. I I I'm pretty sure I saw a report like a week ago that Ben Simmons' value is literally nothing. Wow. In the trade. Wow. Yeah. We um, could have traded five second-round picks for Ben Simmons. <laughs> if we but, could trade five second-round picks, I would do it. Yeah, I, I don't even think – I don't even think – the Nets are in a pickle, dude, yeah. where it's like, is that even worth it? I think they just keep them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would – if Winslow was healthy, I would have traded Winslow for him. Yeah. I might even I might even trade Nas for him to be honest. I love Nas. I wouldn't. But but at the prospect of Ben Simmons finding his way here in Portland after what how how long has it been since since all this started? Two years? Three mm-hmm. years? I th- I think my clock I think my my patience for Ben Simmons is officially over, dude. For sure. I think if you would have <laughs> asked me at like the beginning of of this year, I would have been like a little hopeful like oh yeah like maybe he's gotten yeah. some things straight you know but i mean we're we're already midway through this season and he looks mm-hmm. like a shell of himself bro yeah and he had Kyrie, yeah. kd next to him yeah but how much of know? that was them chirping in his ears saying like we, we need you or whatever oh that place and is then, toxic and then yeah that's and true. then and then to hear 
that that whole place, the, the locker room, the organization was toxic, of course he's not going to thrive there, man. Yeah. Th think of this. You talk about, we all talk about how great Damian Lillard is, how great of a leader he is. Imagine Ben Simmons coming here and working with Dame. You're telling me that Dame couldn't bring this guy back to what he was? I think if there's anyone in the league that could do it, it would be him. Yeah, it's Dame. Um, Agreed. But at what cost? Nas or Winslow or five seconds? Uh, I rather roll. <laughs> I rather roll the dice on Nas developing, dude. Dude, I would trade Yusuf Nurkic you know? for him. If we're gonna play small anyway, I would trade Yusuf. I would Nurkic trade for Yusuf Nurkic for like a bag of chips right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's how I felt with Gary Payton. Yeah. I, I'd have traded him for a bag of Skittles. Like, I I just want to see Dame next to like an athletic center. Like, I'm tired yeah. of Nurkic, man. See, I'm tired. Somebody that I want to point. I've been just preaching to... that time and time again yeah. so... that this team has always needed a long athletic yeah. center. I mean, if if, if we could have went out and got somebody like. Uh, you know, maybe like a, a Christian Wood or somebody like that. You know, he's not the the biggest dude, but I mean, he's an athlete. He can shoot. Uh, yeah. I I love to see him running up and down the court. You know, with Dame and Simons. Mm -hmm. Like minimum requirement to play with Dame is that you got to be able to jump higher than me, and I don't jump yeah. that high, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure like, you some Dirk. I feel like you at least have to be able to run the length of the yeah. court. Oof. You know what I mean? Yeah, Surge. without breathing hard. Ibaka. Well, just just make it to the other side. <laughs> make it to the other side after after a defensive rebound. <laughs> My man just said make it. Just just. <laughs> Can you touch the net? Just reach the other side. Dude. Can you touch the net? Okay, you're signed. Perfect. Let's go. This is this is some crazy Nurkic slander right now. Are you above six five? Okay, perfect. Let's go. You made it. <laughs> All right, guys. I got. I got. Well, actually, before we move on, if you were to grade this this trade deadline for the Blazers, A through F, what are you giving it, Gary? I would give it a. I mean, I would give it a solid C plus. Uh, you know, because I think Ooh, good some of the other moves, like some of these teams made, I'm. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, I know Portland's gonna get somebody. I I, I know Portland's mm -hmm. gonna get. You know you know like a christian wood or maybe like a sadiq bay or somebody like that or just anything you know and i'm sitting here i'm sitting here and waiting and waiting and then i'm like cool we got you know a bunch of guys like that are out of the rotation um <laughs> i'm happy that you know we, we 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 brought in some defense we got longer um you know we brought in somebody that could potentially start but again you know like i feel like we're at the same space we were at the beginning of the season you know because at the beginning of the season, we, we knew the starting four, but who's going to be the starting small forward? And it's the same thing now. You know, it's going to be Little. It's going to be Thibel. You know, it's going to be uh, Cam. Reddish. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But again, this is this is the, the time of year when you do not want to be, you know, testing out theories and, you know, you want to be kind of settling in so you know so again you should be hitting your stride about this definitely point. definitely you know so again you know i'm happy you know we brought in some length and some shooting and defense but you know it it wasn't exactly what i wanted you know as a blazer fan especially seeing some of these other trades go down hopefully uh, you know something will improve or potentially trade or change you know like in the the buyout market but 
Fingers crossed. We'll see. Yep. What about you, Ro? I'm going to go with a C. I mean, it's it's like we didn't make any moves for, like you were saying, this year. Right? It's all gathering mm -hmm. assets. Also, gathering young players. It just makes me feel really uncomfortable, to be honest. Mm. I didn't like... I don't know. I, I want to see Dame win. And I felt like the Jeremy Grant move was the right step in the right direction, you know, last year. Mm -hmm. I also felt like um, getting rid of some of those players in order to find a better roster around Dame was good last year. This year, I just feel like it's more of the same. Like, we didn't yep. make any moves. And I'm a little disappointed. Um, but at least, like, we're not on the hook for paying Hart. We're not on the hook for GP2 and that whole saga. So, mm -hmm. I'd say it was... Eh, a C. <laughs> eh. You know, I think we're all in agreement. It's somewhere between a C and a C plus. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, they didn't get better, but they didn't get worse. And it's kind of like it's kind of like they did the bare minimum during this trade trade seat or trade deadline uh, to get by. And honestly, I feel like we've come to expect that as Blazer fans. So it is what it is. I, I do think they they got more height, which is a plus. Did they get more talent? Probably not, but that still remains to be seen. Yeah. But what I really want to know from you guys now is, do y'all really think John Morant should be starting over Damian Lillard in the All-Star game? I mean, I think that fans should not be voting for All-Stars. This is this is like... We can all agree on that. This is crazy, you know, and, you know, for us, like... Obviously, people just look at highlights, you know, and it's tough because, you know, for people mm -hmm. that are like actual basketball, you know, people that love the game, like you see like who the good players are, you know, you know, but people that might might watch like a five second clip, you know, a jaw, they'll be like, this guy's insane. He's Derrick Rose or AI or whatever. But like, you know, when you really, right. when you really break it down, you know, and see some of the things that Dame's doing, you know, at 6'2 or whatever he is, this dude is a savage. But it hurts him because of the market that he's in. It's you know it's the market, but you know you talk about people watching highlights. They're watching John ja Morant skying over people and dunking on mm -hmm. them, you know, play after play, which he does. Mm -hmm. Does Dame do that? Not very mm -hmm. often. Is John ja Morant more athletic than Dame? I would say so, but Dame can control the game more than Ja mm -hmm. can. Dame is 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 more of a he's more of I don't know he's got more true point guard skills than Ja mm -hmm. does I'll just mm -hmm. leave it at that in my opinion Dame Dame should be starting over Ja Morant um but like you guys said it's a popularity contest and Ja Morant like he's gonna be on TikTok he's gonna be on Instagram <laughs> he's gonna be yeah. on Facebook he's got some of the nastiest dunks like in-game dunks that you could see and the way that he moves on the court it's like super fast it's like nba 2k that's right. that's a john moran that you're seeing and dame it's like he's efficient he shoots from deep it's just there's there's a lot going against him man it's the market mm -hmm. as well it's the fact that what memphis is like two in the seating and the blazers are 12th right. so they're not going to get a lot of these primetime games like you would hope mm -hmm. so so like people just don't get to see him play and they don't get to see how great Dame Lillard is, mm -hmm. especially with the team that he has around him. Mm -hmm. 
You know, he's still right. doing it. He's still doing mm-hmm. it. And he's mm-hmm. coming back from an abdominal injury. Exactly. And that dude just posted a triple-double. He had the most efficient 60-point game in Ugh. NBA history. He's top <laughs> NBA top 75. Come on, guys. Yeah. That guy needs to be starting. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the votings right now. And if we had just the media vote, um, Dame Lillard would be starting. Wow. Mm-hmm. He would be starting. Um, Dame was eighth. That's crazy. Out of, out of top 10. And, you know, John Morant wasn't even top 10 in media votes. Wow. That's if, that, if that tells you what... That what, says a lot. Like, people that follow basketball because, really think. Because John Morant is fun so, to watch. He is, he is one of my favorite players to watch in the NBA right now. But would I put him on the All-Star team above Dame Lillard? Hell no. There's no way. And I'm not just being a homer. There is no way I'm putting Ja above Dame. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I looked at a... But he's fun yeah, to watch. Like I, I looked at something earlier, you know, on Facebook. It was start, bench, cut. It was uh, Ja, Dame, and Mitchell. And I'd say probably eight, maybe 80% of the people were saying that cut, cut Ja. And, like, to me, that was shocking, you know, because you see how, you know, people, fans at least, love him. Um a lot of people, you know, it was a split between, you know, start Damon Mitchell. And, and to me, that's great, you know, because, you know, it's knowing that, you know, if 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 Dame played, you know, in like a L.A., you know, if Dame played like in a New York or Jersey or something like that, like this right. dude would be crazy, you know, with him, uh, you know, being one of the, the bigger athletes, you know, at Adidas and being a rapper and being in, you know, all these commercials and stuff like this guy would be crazy. But it just sucks that, you know, we're mm-hmm. in Portland and some people certain podcasters or whatever might not want to admit this but portland is a tough destination to uh, get free agents you know portland is a place you know where you gotta have a guy like you know dame out here showing how much he loves the city you know and it's great that he's dedicated to come here and play here you know as long as he has but man if we could get some help for this guy you know the the world you know i really think would love him Mm -hmm. absolutely i mean there's a reason there's a reason we were able to get Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. and that's his name is Damian exactly. Lillard. But Gary, I want to ask you that whole start bench cut scenario. Obviously, that's in an NBA mm-hmm. game or an NBA franchise or whatever. What about street ball? You're out there playing a pickup game. Is it? D- does it still ring true to you that you would take Dame, start, or start Dame, bench Mitchell? And cut jaw, man. If if you're talking street ball, man, I jaw might be one of those guys, you know, that you take first, you know, like in your your street ball team. <laughs> him, him, and That's hot sauce and Escalade and the professor and jaw. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. If this, if this is like a pickup yeah. game, I'm yeah. probably taking jaw yeah. number one because <laughs> he's gonna do something crazy and then dunk on somebody and it's gonna shut the game down, you know. But, but also, you know, with, with uh, Dame, man, Dame's going to be shooting from half court and, make, you know, making people look dumb, you know. Mitchell can, can mm-hmm. do that too, but, man, I mean, if you're talking about street ball, Ja might be your first pick. I'm probably, I'm probably starting Ja benching Dame and cutting mm-hmm. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I'm with that's you. That's probably the way I'm going. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where I would go to. But if you're, but if you're talking about the, the same – scenario you know if you're trying to build a team now what would you guys say 
Start bench cut. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm going with yeah. Dame. Okay. I'm I'm starting. Over Dame. Mitchell. Building a franchise. Yes. Okay. Yes. To build a franchise, I am building. Are we talking? Can we say that they're all the talking, same age? Are we talking they're all the same age and they maybe they're rookies oh, or whatever? All the same age, but I'm still taking Dame. You know, for sure. Yeah. I'm I'm taking Dame to start a franchise around, and second place. Honestly, I'm probably taking Mitchell. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I don't like the circus around John Morant. Yeah. Especially like, dude, there's so many reports about what what's happening around John Morant and his camp and his dad. I mean, yeah. Yo, yeah. His, dude, his dad as well. He's basically like um like Lavar Ball. Wow. But like. <laughs> Yeah, That's right. Basically, <laughs> like Lavar Ball, except not like the media presence isn't quite there, but he's just always around, you know. And he he mm-hmm. he probably thinks that he can't beat MJ too, because <laughs> right, yeah. he probably knows he can't beat <laughs> now, MJ. I still love I still love it, the the question that was asked to MJ if if he thinks uh, his team could have beaten was it the Warriors? If his team could have beaten the Warriors, and he was like. Yeah, it'll be close though. I think he said it was something like it was like a three-point game or two-point game or something. And the reporter's like, well, "Now why is why do you think that?" And he's like, "Well, because we're all sixty now." <laughs> <laughs> I love MJ. He's so great. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> the audacity, dude. The audacity. Love Just it. Just the confidence alone, I know. man. That's so good. I love it. But gents. Thank you for joining me. I think we're going to cut it there right now. Yeah. People don't want to listen to us ramble on about all this nonsense. Appreciate you, Top Bunk. I'm just kidding. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big, welcome. big shout out. Big shout out to my co-host, Gary, the six-man Hassan, and our special guest today. We haven't heard from him for a long time. Used to be known as the Bay Area Blazer. Ro Zapanta. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Yes, sir. Shout out. Shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, social media followers, and bucket busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter at BustedBucket with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.